Welcome to Happy Hour, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowring and Penny Blackmore. Also, this is something we forgot to mention uh, in the last episode entirely, but we'd love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Um, It really helps other people find it, and it would mean a lot to us. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, Penny, what's up? How are you? How are you doing? Um, I'm great. It is currently 33 degrees in Berlin and we're in a closet. So oh. if, you can feel it, if you can hear like a little um, kind of wind noise in the background, <laughs> it's literally we had to point a fan in the door. So it's hopefully it's not a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I've been thinking about lately, Britt. Tell me. So I think on last week's episode, we talked about um, the idea that it's really exciting to get a client referral where yes. one client refers you to another. Um, and I actually got this crazy feedback um, and it was an email from this particular client that I'd been referred to and they were like, you just seem so lovely. And I'm like, ah. Oh. And actually, when I think about it, like loveliness and niceness is really something that I try to give off in my life. Like, hmm. I guess it's it's funny because I talk about what a bitch I am all the time, but um like in my client relationships, I'm like, what can I do? Here's all the information. Like, how can I help? It's going to be so fun. We're going to have yeah. a lovely time together. Yeah. A lot of people think that to be professional is to be this kind of hard-ass person. Right. You know, but actually I think it works the other way as well. I think that's super interesting as well because I think a lot of women especially are always trying to like not be this lovely yeah. person and trying yeah. to tone down the niceness and, you know, like get those happy faces out of your emails and those yeah, kind of things. Yeah. Which I still and all the exclamation marks. Yes, I am a culprit. (laughs) But I'm a major culprit. Many exclamation marks. And I think it ties into authenticity. Like if you feel like you have to take on a whole different persona to get shit done, um, and to like not be a pushover, I guess as well. I mean, like I think you can be really nice about saying no as well. Totally. Like uh, I I know some of my colleagues in the past have been kind of like, oh, so. a client might ask for something that they really don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they might say, let's have 450 people in this workshop. That'll right. be a good idea. <laughs> and so these people would be like, listen, I know that that sounds good to you right now, but what's going to work best is that if we only have 20 people in the workshop. Yeah. So let's go with that. Yeah. You know, like there's a very easy way to gently just shut things down. For sure, Um, yeah. And when you bring the focus back to what's going to be better for them when you're turning something down, that's a really great approach to take. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so I've been thinking about being lovely and also being a connector because um, Mm. I think some people think of, remember our first episode was Everybody Hates Networking. Yes. I think there's a way of networking that's actually like off it's kind of uh, online. So, uh, you know, if someone was saying, hey, um, I'm looking for someone who can do some amazing branding for me, then if you know someone who can do the branding, then you put them in touch. That's networking too. Totally, That's a form of networking too. And it's such a great person to be. It's such a, like for networking, like I'm still, I still kind of, I mean, I still stand by the fact that I don't really love it. Mm. But what I do love is like, is helping people in, like advance somehow yeah. and by connecting them to the right people intru- introducing them and there's also there's like the reason why like you have the you feel like you're you're really doing something and you're mm. not just like what do you do how mm. can we work together it's just yeah. like oh it's so like 
yeah, disingenuous. But if you're actually introducing someone to someone who actually might, they might find interesting or vice versa, it actually just relieves that Mm. sort of feeling for me. It's really good. Yeah. 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 How about you, Britt? What's up? Well, okay. So I um, took a little like mini holiday. Mm. Um, Yeah. Like, well, it was like four or five, it was four nights, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, It was amazing. But then you, so you go on this holiday, right? And you're like in this deep relaxation mode. And then you come back to work and you're like, work? Mm. Like, what is And you're like snapping yourself out of a coma. Yeah. (laughs) And then, come on, girl, you can do it. Yeah. And you feel like you kind of like, like at one point you want to like continue this like really relaxed, like serene (laughs) feeling. And then the other side, it's like, well, I can't really have that at work because that's not really like, doesn't really go with actually getting shit done. Um, But what I've really found, and this actually can be somewhat tied to what you just said, is what really gets me going if I'm feeling like unmotivated, whether it's because I came back from holiday or whatever, maybe it's just a general feeling of unmotivation. Uh, Demotivation. Demotivation, thank you. (laughs) Um, Is actually just thinking about like the next thing that you're about to do, next project or whatever it is, and making yourself like a mini goal, Mm. right? So like I have this training coming up where I'm going to be like with a client and my mini goal for myself to help me like really um, feel this motivation again is to like make one really significant connection. Mm -hmm. It's related to networking, of course. Oh, I love that actually. Yeah. 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 Um, I actually read an article about this the other day and it was saying that... um, and it was more about if you're feeling unmotivated at work in general. Right. Um, that you should, uh, that one of the things they said is like, tick one major thing off your to-do list and make sure you're like, you go into work yeah. on Monday and tell yourself by Friday, this thing is going to be done. Yeah. Because like that kind of arbitrary goal, goal setting. Um, but it, I guess it's not arbitrary really. It's just like making sure that you're like kicking yourself back into the gear of yeah. of doing that stuff. So yeah, exactly. I think that's great. I love that goal as well. I've also done that a couple of times when I, because being in these like really sort of intensely client-facing scenarios can be very... Um, draining. Draining, <laughs> yes. So it can be kind of like you might dread it a little bit when mm. it's coming up, although it's very fun in the moment. But, in, you know, when it's coming up, you're like, oh, I'm going to be so tired. I can just feel it already. Yeah, yeah. Um, but having that little goal where I'm like, you know, I'm going to make one solid great connection mm. that's going to, that I'm going to like nurture. Mm. And like that is my goal for this. And then I, I have that sort of like side little, um, like it's almost like a fun mm. um, game yeah. of some sort with yeah. myself, you it's know? It's like a little secret mission. Exactly. <laughs> secret mission. Sorry. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. So okay. good. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I was thinking a lot about that. Mm. But um, yeah, but I'm really excited. Like, I do um, I do love going on these. How do you feel about like mini break versus like long form holidays? Great question. Um, I, I love a mini break. Yeah. I think a four night um, island event. Okay. So it depends whether you're traveling or whether you're having a holiday because traveling yeah. is actually, I don't consider it to be like, a holiday per se. Yeah. It's more of a break where you're doing adventurous stuff and like you might be on a bit of more of a tight schedule and you've got to see a whole bunch of tourist things. And But like Brittany and I both in the last month, I think, have been to Mallorca, yeah. which is like, you know, there's a few cultural things to do there, but essentially it's like 
pina coladas <laughs> by the beach. It's gorgeous. It's you can gorgeous. find secluded little coves. You can like just lay out it's in the full-time sun. full-time bikini. Full-time, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you basically like... I mean, you don't wear makeup. You don't. Yeah. It's just very low key. And I also, brought a hairbrush. I did not touch it. Nah, honey. nah. And I, you know how I am with my hair because I've got really curly hair, so I naturally like torture it to get it into submission. <laughs> but um, I didn't even take my hair dryer, so I was like, no point. I'll just be in and out of the pool all day. Yeah. But also, my Smart. hotel that I was staying at had a little button that they give you to sit next to your pool. Uh, a ca- what do they call it? A cabana? Mm-hmm. Um, and you just press the button and someone comes and brings you a drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> so needless to say, I was pretty much drunk from about 3 p.m. <laughs> till about 10, 10 p.m. every day. I was just like, beep, 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 beep. That's beep. so funny because I have this when I'm, me. Yeah, when I'm, at a, when I'm at a hotel like that where you can just get drinks brought to you so willy, willy-nilly, I start to feel a little bit like... Um, you just said willy-nilly! <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying, I'm dying. Okay, sorry, continue. Um, I start to feel a little bit of this, like, like, are people judging me? What are they thinking? I've had, like, five drinks and it's not even two o'clock. Oh, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas... They are, though. They are. Who cares? For sure. Yeah. You're right. Who cares? But the thing is, um, when you what we did when we went to Mallorca is we got an Airbnb where we had, like, a kitchen mm. and we had a pool that we were sharing with, like, two other holiday homes. Mm. So it was super, like, very low-key, mm. whatever. But then you you're, like... it's almost more dangerous because you're like, no one's here to judge me. No one's watching. I'm filling up my own glass. (laughs) Like, it was uh, pretty dangerous, but it was extremely fun. Oh my God, Penny, I'm really excited because we haven't actually done this in a little while. I know. A letter. I know we do. I'm so pleased with this letter because it touches on so many different things. I know. It's such a good Mm. question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you want to read it? No. Or do you want me? Okay, I'll read it. I'll, I'll read it. It looks um, long and like I might mess a, it up. It's a bit long, but I think we actually do need all of this context. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to read it kind of word for You're word. You're better at reading as well. I mean, I'm going to try and yeah. we'll see. Do if it, if, I, if I mess up, I mess up, you know? Okay. Um, okay, here's the question. I'm having a problem with a colleague at work. I work in a tiny team of four. uh, My two male bosses, they're in their late 30s and early 40s, me, early 30s, and another girl, let's call her Kim, early 20s. So Kim, yeah, the four of them. Okay, (laughs) I sit next to Kim every day, and I'm having a real issue lately with my patience towards her. I don't know if it's our 10-year age gap, but I'm finding her, frankly, more annoying each day. We've both worked for the same company for over a year, but in different departments. She has a constant need to voice her internal thoughts every few minutes, and this is really grating on me. She speaks over everyone, Uh, uh, and seems to have very little respect, especially for me and my opinions. She even interrupts me when I'm speaking directly to my bosses. Also, every time anyone says something, she turns the conversation into a story about herself. My bosses have even joked about the fact that she talks too much, and I know Mm. that she may not realize that she's doing it, but I I don't know how much more I can take. (laughs) I think it's showing, too, because I used to be friendly with her, but I've had to start ignoring her or putting in earphones in order to get my work done. I think this is turning 
using her against me as she has become very cold towards me lately. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm becoming a cranky old lady. I also think voicing how I feel to her won't be helpful because, she, as I mentioned, I don't think she really respects me or my feelings. P.S. I've tried to put myself into the frame of mind when I was 22, and I probably felt very self-involved as well, but I don't think I was this much of a dick. <laughs> Please help. Oh, oh I love, love this. this one. There's so many layers. There really I want to address the end first because you say, um, she does, I don't think she respects me or my feelings. Okay, so let's address that first because I think it's really important for you to take that emotion and say, this is what I think and feel. That doesn't make it true. So she might respect you enormously. You might actually make her super nervous. So let's take that thing yeah. and put it in a box yeah. and deal with the situation. And then if it comes out that she hasn't respected your, she doesn't respect you, then we'll, that's a different thing. Totally. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. What do you think, Britt? So um, a couple of things. Like I, I love this. So I, <laughs> I just am. read your notes. <laughs> So I am um, a culprit of this. Like I am very, as in I totally understand that feeling of being like, now I feel like I'm being cranky and she's picking up on that and therefore she's responding. I've I've been in a very similar situation Mm. and I am very bad at hiding how I am feeling. Even though you're Canadian. Yeah, I I really am. And I think it might be my years in Germany maybe or just getting older. I just care a little bit less about Mm. sort of, yeah, being friends with everyone. But of course, I also still want to be well-liked, especially in my workplace. Um, So I totally understand. This is, it's, it's, it's funny how people in their early 20s, like they actually, they are the worst, Penny. I was, I can't really remember specifically, but I know, I guarantee that I was a terrible person in my early 20s. I had all these fucking opinions that were just so ridiculous. And they think, people, the problem is. people needed to hear them. Yeah. People in their early 20s, they have so many opinions and they think they know everything. Do you know what that is? It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. I think we've talked about this before. It means like when you first learn about something, like a little bit of knowledge, you have an over, um, you over, you have more confidence than you should in the ideas. So when people learn about like, you know, vaccinations or gut stuff or, you know, like all these things. They're like, I know all about it. I've watched two weeks worth of YouTube videos, which literally is the Dunning-Kruger effect in full swing. That's hilarious. That makes Um, so much sense. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I, I actually um, have thought a lot about this and I even had a joke that I used to tell about people like, well, it was, it, for the joke, it was girls in their early twenties, right. That I was like meeting and, um, and I had this joke and it kind of went, I can't exactly remember exactly how it went. I couldn't find it in my books, but it was something like, you know, like, how do you know when you've like met someone in their early twenties or like whatever? And it's like, for me, it's like, they're just like so excited and they're so eager and they have like this luminous skin Mm -hmm. and their hair falls perfectly. And I want to punch them in the face. (laughs) Like those are, those are the things. Do you have the feeling that you want to punch them in the face? Then they're they're in their early (laughs) twenties. Exactly. But okay. But jokes aside, this is actually serious because it's your career and your work. And my first inkling when I heard you talking about this is there is obviously, and you probably already know this, but there is a reason why she's behaving like this, Mm. right? And it sounds like obviously it's insecurity. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she is the youngest in the team. You know, she wants to make sure that you are taking her seriously. So therefore she's overcompensating by, you know, giving her opinion too often and about everything and interrupting. Um, 
I actually think you should do the direct opposite to what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So I, Definitely. Yeah, I think you should, um, instead of, which also would be my first instinct, would be like putting my headphones on yeah. and literally and rolling your eyes you. as well. Yes, yeah. the rolling of the eyes, the whole thing. I would actually, I would. it's not like I would stop being like, okay, I need to get my work done, so therefore I'm going to wear my headphones. But I would literally be like, let's go out for lunch. Like I would, I would try to be her friend, mm. o- her older, mm. <laughs> more wise, yeah, yeah friend. Um, without saying the word mentor to yeah. her, because she's probably going to be like, "What?" <laughs> um, I actually think if you went, took her to lunch and you were like, "Hey, like, how's work going? Mm. Like, what are you? What do you see for yourself in the future? Where do you think this company is going? Like, what are you? You know?" And you ask her all these really open questions. She's obviously very excited about talking, so mm. she'll probably tell you everything. And I think you will learn so much yeah. about where she stands and what she's nervous about, and 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 having that relationship where she actually kind of likes you and trusts you and wants to talk to you about things will open up the door for you being able to say, "Hey, like." Um, when you interrupted me, that made me feel like you, you know, didn't want to hear what I have to say yeah. and, you know, that kind of, like giving yeah. you feedback. But you need to build a foundation before you're going to be able to talk to her like yeah. that, I think. Yeah, and that's interesting because I think you bring up a really good point and that is, I think, for anyone who's dealing with, like, um, the crossing of boundaries between personal life and work life, mm-hmm. um, lunch is a really good mechanism for taking that conversation in the direction that it should. So one thing I was thinking is that if Kim starts doing that thing where she's just talking, 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 and you're you're wanting to work and she's distracting you, a really good way to address that might be saying, oh, that's really interesting, actually. I really want to hear that story. Can you tell it to me at lunch? Because I really have to get this stuff done before lunch. I love that. When she's doing the talking during work, that's because that's kind of one issue. She's... I, I am that person too. I can be quite distracting, which is great <laughs> because I just work at home by myself now, so there's no one around. Yeah. Um, but just saying, oh, I am interested, but this is not the time. Yeah. Just keep repeating that message because then she'll get the idea like, oh, um, Lizzie wants to hear my story, but not right now. And I can tell her some other time. Yeah. And that will help her to kind of prioritize what she does want to tell you. So exactly. that it's not just this like barrage of random, unimportant and uninteresting information. And if she's at all reasonable, mm. which most she people are is. somewhat reasonable, yeah. she'll probably be maybe be a little bit like, I think if you said that to me, if you were like, oh, I really want to hear about this, but can we talk about it at lunch because I have this thing that I need to do? I would be like, oh shit, I'm yeah. A embarrassed. Embarrassed, But exactly. in a good way. But in like, a way, There's nothing yeah. wrong with being embarrassed sometimes. Totally it's a, agree. It's a social signifier. Yeah, I think that um, one thing that I um, am trying to work on mm-hmm. is being kind of being a little bit more this person who people can talk to and yeah. asking the right questions and just being there as like a listener mm. and someone who can just sort of, um, yeah, I think that's such a powerful tool um, or skill to have as a as a person in, in a workplace mm. uh, dealing with people mm. is being able to ask the right questions and mm. just to kind of have present an open sort of table for anybody yeah. to bring and, and and being that person for her will be massive. Mm. She'll really she probably just needs that. Yeah. It sounds like she's dying to just and like talk to someone. It's such a tiny little workplace. So oh, obviously totally. like if you're a really extroverted person then um if sorry, if she's an extroverted person then I guess she's like I have all this shit to say and you're the only person around so I'm yeah. going to say it. Yeah. Um the other side to this is kind of 
I mean, like, it's so easy for the default to be like, I'm annoyed at this person. Yeah. But um, I like to think that if you're in a position where you're older, you're a woman, you're older than this other woman, think about it in terms of like, you've got to be a feminist ally to her and you've got to help raise all the women in your life up, yeah. which is something that's um, exactly can give a bit more purpose to your patients, I guess. Yeah. Um, so what I would also do is consider how you can, in time, so maybe not right away, um, if you feel like, you mentioned that your bosses have said she talks too much. Um, so obviously it would be nice if you could relay that information to her in a very neutral way. So maybe you have a meeting and she talks over you and then she talks to the bosses too much and blah, blah, blah. Immediately after that meeting, you could say, Kim, um, just a quick note, like, I really need you to uh, let me finish in meetings because otherwise I'd, you know, and just be very friendly about it, be very chill and be like, if, if you interrupt me, it means I can't get my point across and it's super important for me to make the most of my time in these scenarios mm -hmm. because our bosses, you know, maybe we don't get a lot of FaceTime with them, maybe we, you know, like, um, need to move production along more quickly um, and so just very, just very quick very friendly, please don't interrupt, that's it. Yeah. And then um, I, I don't necessarily think it's your job to tell her that the bosses think she talks too much. That's not really your business, but I think if she gets the idea that make sure it's, honestly, it's like seasoning a dish. Every time you make chicken, you put some salt on it. Every time she interrupts, you let her know that this yeah. isn't yeah. on. And, um, and even if you, like, she can't ignore you saying that. No. And even if you think, like, oh, she's going to be pissed off or she's going to be taken aback, which it could be the first time, probably she will be, but the next time you're in the meeting and she goes to interrupt, she is going to think about it and be like, oh, yeah. oh, right, yeah. I'm interrupting right now. Yeah. Whereas before I didn't even, I didn't consider it interrupting, I just considered it giving my opinion. Mm. You know, I think that's a good distinction. And, and actually, that's a really interesting point because I just realized, like, from her point of view, I mean, I don't know what could possibly be happening that she feels like she needs to say something in this situation, but from her point of view, maybe you could start with a question and just say, hey, Kim, I noticed you jumped in when I was talking about something that's very much kind of like in my realm of responsibility. Did you want to tell me anything? Like, is there um, something that you wanted to... It, because do you ever feel like this is totally off topic in a way, but do you ever feel like you interrupt because you're like, no, 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 I did that task already. Yeah. Or like yeah. there's something that you did actually want to add. Like what is it that she's wanting to say? Totally. And try and get her to establish that in her mind as well. Yeah. Like why are you talking? Like there's got to be a good reason to actually talk. I think that's an excellent way to bring it up actually. Mm. With And it's super... Just investigate uh, and in, see yeah. like what do you want to say? Is there something maybe we should talk about before we go into these meetings? Yeah, and I care what you yeah. are thinking. Yeah. You know, that'll make her feel really, really good. Yeah. yeah. And 22 is so fucking young. Holy crap. Like she and she's not an intern? That's so interesting. Mm. Maybe she's an intern. Well, I, I, I know this person. Oh, okay. And they work in the fashion industry. Ah. Uh, Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I think the it's not like you have to do a 12-year degree. It's like you do a yeah. very intense couple of years and then you start That's right. working That's right. right away. Oh, yeah. Fashion industry. Fashion. Cutthroat. I could never do it. I mean, I have done it, but I can't ever do it again. I'm also too much of a dag. I know. I, I, like, I did work in fashion very briefly and it was like, 
the outfits, I couldn't keep up. That's the problem, yeah. Yeah. I was like, who's that? What? Designer? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for the letter. I didn't even write who it was. Do no. we call her? Let's call her um, Meredith. Meredith. <laughs> love that name. <laughs> or Beatrice. Meredith, thank you so much yeah, for your letter. Yeah, we loved that letter so much, and we hope we answered a few questions in a helpful way for you. It was so, uh, like, I love getting a letter like that because it's, like, so honest and, and real. And self-aware. Yes, and self-aware. Mm. Gotta love a self-aware person. Let's do a high five instead of a cheers. <laughs> Nailed it. So for this episode, we actually decided to do one letter only. To keep it, we're doing a little experiment. Yeah. We're going to keep our episodes a little bit shorter because people seem to like that. And we'll see kind of what happens. Maybe we'll go back to long format. Maybe all of a sudden our episodes will be two hours long. We oh, just yeah. don't know. We'll do a full Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, which is just five hours of blather. Insane. <laughs> Absolute insanity. Um, one thing that I wanted to bring up because I, uh, you touched on it in the uh, feed, or the uh, letter mm-hmm. um, is about like, like supporting women and like yeah. you know bringing up uh, uh, bringing up yeah uh, bringing yeah, up yeah. women around you right mm. um, my friend actually called me yesterday and she it was really funny because she was like I wanted to write into the podcast but I need answers now and I was like <laughs> okay fair enough so well, I do that sometimes like yeah. if my friends write in I'll be like here's what you do we'll answer this question in two weeks yeah, yeah. it's so nice I mean I thought it was so cool but she um, is uh, an actress in LA and basically she has this script that's getting a lot of attention right now she has and a script that she's written oh she she wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Good she's, for her. Yeah, she's produced a few really awesome. cool things. Yeah, yeah, so she has this script that she's working on uh, with a friend of hers. They're like, they're, yeah, a team. And they've written it and there's a couple of like people who are interested. And she's like, there's two kind of people right now who are talking about it. One is this like pretty successful man. Mm. Um, he is like an older white man Mm -hmm. and is successful and is giving them, is saying like, I'm interested, but like is very standoffish and is like, I'm I'm, going to give you notes and you'll have to work on it and then maybe I'll come back, blah, 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 whatever, right? right. So being very kind of ambiguous and standoffish, but somewhat interested. super established in the industry. So like literally had a meeting with Tom Hanks last Mm -hmm. week kind of thing, Mm -hmm. like crazy. Mm -hmm. Then there's this other woman who's really interested, super eager, like literally has already sent them all these things that what she wants to do and she's really excited. Um, She is like, she doesn't have all the right, like, or she doesn't have many connections, but she has this like drive and she's excited and they're like all like meshing really well whereas they didn't feel that like mesh with it. But what a tough situation (gasps) to be in, right? Yes. I mean, I, in the end, I really think with life, career, work, creative projects, you need to work with people who you feel Mm. confident with and excited about working with. I swear to God, I think that obviously, you know, a lot of people would maybe lean towards the guy who has all the connections, but I really think that if you're able to produce and make something really special that you care about, Uh, it'll impact it way more. I think like with creative stuff, especially in the early days, like Mm -hmm. when you're just starting to move into and finding your voice and like figuring out what you want to do, the most important thing is integrity. Like if you can't 100% get behind what you're doing and you don't have this real passion for the output that you've made, all that's going to happen is you're going to be, I reckon this person might work with the guy hypothetically and the guy kind of pushes this person around a little. Yes. um, And they put something out there and because it's been kind of 
diluted creatively, it's going to be mediocre. Exactly. And then the person's going to be like, damn, I put all this work into this exciting script. Yeah. Um, I turned it into something that I thought would please someone who I don't necessarily yeah. You, you know what Agree I mean? with or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think creative collaboration, um, and you can see it when you when mm-hmm. you watch a movie or watch a mm-hmm. TV show when there's been like some intensely um ke- there's a lot of chemistry between the collaborators. Yeah. Um, it comes out on screen totally. and it's a better product. So yeah. I would a hundred percent say like definitely go for option B, the yeah, lady. The woman. Yeah. And not because she's a woman, because she seems to care. Exactly. She seems to have a real love for this project. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm oh. so glad we agree on that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> I was like, I was really like at first, of course, I was like, oh, you know, like mm. I was I was torn at first. Mm. And then the more I asked questions about what exactly was going on and stuff. And you know, there was the classic like old white man addressing they're working with this other guy who's like a oh, producer no. or whatever and he's like <laughs> r- like talking to him yeah. more than them it's just yeah. ugh, anyway terrible but I wanted to bring that up because you also talked about working with people who you believe in and mm. respect and all those things it's so oh, so sure. important yeah um, so I just wanted to bring that up before oh, we close yeah, you know yeah. um, anyway this was a wonderful little closet experience pen. yeah I'm not even that hot no, it's not that bad. Yeah, I don't even have under boob sweat like I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please do, uh, if you haven't already, rate the show. We and love also that. send us some letters. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you have a question? Do you have a problem? Something that you're thinking about? Whatever. Just send it to our email, which is just in the show notes, but it's just happyhourcareertalk at gmail.com. Super easy. Yeah, anything. And have a wonderful, wonderful week. Yeah, do it. Have a happy little week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.